It's the 1970s and in a large American city. Day after day, a dirty fog fills the air, and water bodies are filled with cars, trash, and all sorts of pollution. America is at its height of pollution, with few restrictions on gas emissions, waste removal, and waste production. Big manufacturing cities are a mess. It won't be until EPA standards are set that things start to get cleaned up. It's 7 a.m. at the Jones household in Los Angeles, California. Dad is on his way out the door to go to work. He gets in the car, which burns leaded gasoline, and goes on his way. He has a hard time navigating through the crowded, heavy traffic, however, as he can hardly see through the brown fog that fills the air. When he gets there, he struggles finding a parking spot, as a lot of people drive instead of taping, taking public transportation. Back at home, little Johnny gets the dog water before he goes to school. It comes out brown, and that's the best he can do. As he gets on the school bus, he coughs and chokes on the dirty air. Everyone's in the same situation. Today, Mom has the work off, so she decides to go for a walk. As she's walking down the street, she sees factories all around filling the sky with a thick black smoke. She plugs her ears frequently as planes fly by close to the ground, making incredibly loud noises. As she walks by the river, she sees trash clogging up the water, which is a nasty orange-brown color, and it reeks. She looks farther down the river and sees old cars piled up along the bank, wasting away. There are dead fish and birds all over the river, coated in a black oil. By the time she gets back from her scenic walk, she's covered in some sort of white dust. Half a century has passed, and the U.S. has cleaned up its act quite a bit. The EPA has set standards for clean air and water, and proper waste restrictions and disposal procedures are very clear. Water is clean in most places, and the air is clear. Huge factories aren't causing a fog or a cloud of dust, and people aren't parking their cars in rivers and lakes. Other nations, however, are in the situation where the U.S. was at in the 1970s. In an act to help clean up the whole world, the Paris Climate Agreement was signed in 2016, which set pollution reduction rates for every country. Every country but two signed the treaty. Wouldn't, one didn't because they didn't think it was strict enough, and the other didn't because they were simply too caught up in military conflicts. This treaty took place when President Obama was still in office, but when Trump took over, he said he plans on withdrawing because the treaty puts the U.S. at an economical disadvantage. The issue is, however, that a nation can't leave until the day after U.S. elections in 2020. So, say Trump gets reelected and decides to pull out of the treaty. Maybe new regulations that benefit the U.S. more will get put into place, or maybe no new regulations will be set, which, in that case, a lot of the treaty would be pointless, as the U.S. is a huge nation to contribute to pollution. If the U.S. pulls out, hopefully it won't take steps backwards towards its state in the 1970s, and hopefully that won't encourage other nations to back out of the treaty as well. On the other hand, maybe Trump is on the right track, however, trying to cut back on pollution, but still trying to benefit the U.S.